Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Your podcast is more than just your audio file. And as podcasting matures, the not just audio parts of your show will become more important factors that influence your podcasting success. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. It's a new year and maybe a new you, and maybe you're thinking about making a new or perhaps renewed commitment to your podcast. Excellent. I applaud you for doing that. And if you haven't quite figured out where to start, well, might I suggest that you start in an often overlooked area of podcasting, and that is the copy that you write for your podcast's episodes. Why? Well, the simple answer is one of competition. There are more podcasts than ever before, and having a more complete podcast gives you the the or a leg up in the competition space. But the better answer is this. We need to grow up. Better stated, we collectively need to grow up our approach to podcasting and our podcast episodes themselves. We need to be less lazy, and stop propagating the myth that all we have to do is get the audio right, and then everything else will take care of itself. And yes, you want to get the audio right, but everything else won't necessarily take care of itself. To help prove that, I want to go back and look at an episode of my show, this show, that I published literally the day before I went on break, the last episode that went out. When I look at the 30-day download numbers, I'm seeing it's roughly about 15% more people downloaded that episode than a typical episode of my show. Now, I attribute that mostly to the extra sharing that happened on that episode due to the topic of the episode. True. But also, we have to remember that about half, a little more than half as a matter of fact, of the downloads on that episode were automated. That's downloads from Apple Podcasts and Overture, both of which automatically download stuff by default. But that's neither here nor there. So that episode was slightly better when looked at from a how many downloads did it get perspective. Now, you see, far too many podcasters stop there. Far too many podcasters have no web presence to speak of, not for their podcast at least, If anything, maybe it is one of those one-click sharing services like Podlink or Linktree or or something else. And look, I understand, I mean, I really understand that it takes time and takes treasure as well as some talent to make a real web presence for your show. But it is so worth it. Here's the proof of that continuing. The web page for the episode we're talking about right now, it got 
almost as many page views, unique page views, by the way, as unique downloads of the audio file. Think about that for a second, because that's huge. That's just the web page itself was viewed by people as many times as the episode was downloaded, almost. And yes, yes, I will agree with you that some of those web page page views were from people who had listened to the episode. But here's an argument against that. The average time on page for that episode page I'm speaking of was four and a half minutes. That tells me people were doing more than just clicking through to find it. They were actually spending time because I wrote an article worth spending time with. Keep in mind that the web pages for my podcast are a lot more than just a simple paragraph and maybe some bullet points. No, I write a fully developed article that is rewritten so that it can be read with your eyeballs. Now, I'm not the only podcaster that does this. A lot of podcasters do. And far too many of them stop there. Far too many take the time to craft a great on-site episode detail page, along with a great podcast episode, yeah, and then hit publish. But there's an obvious, rather missed opportunity, I think. If you're doing the work, that means writing great copy and formatting the page so it reads well, if you're doing the work to make a great reading experience, let your audience subscribe to that great reading experience. Now, I do that with a newsletter. In fact, the newsletter, the episode, the edition that I sent out for the episode we're talking about right now, it was opened and read by about half of the number of people who read the webpage. Hmm. And this time, by the way, I am confident that I can combine both my unique webpage viewers and the newsletter edition openers. I think that number is likely to be quite additive. That's why longtime listeners of this show have heard me say over and over again that my words are read by more people than are listened to by people. If you really think that the content the thoughts, the ideas, the stories, the concepts, if you think that that you have to offer is more important than the container, that's an MP3 file, then you'll embrace the idea of writing better copy. But you can still do more with the copy that you have, the better copy that you have. Like I take the article that I've written, spent all that time on, and then I condense it. No, not just to make an in-app episode details, which, which I do, what you probably call show notes, but to create social content that can be shared across the platforms I'm active on, Twitter mostly, and those that I'm less active on, Facebook and LinkedIn. Now, for Facebook and LinkedIn, I just simply take that condensed version and share it. Simple. Copy, paste, schedule, done. For Twitter, I'm using a very nifty service called Chur App. I'll put a link to it in the episode details. I've used that Chur app to make a Twitter thread. It's the same copy, but slight formatting tweaks for each one of these places. Now, again, how does it work? Well, the social reach for the episode in question here was in the thousands, with engagement numbers in the hundreds, tripling the size that I reached previously. Now, some of the people that I reach through socially have really have no idea who I am or what this show is about, but they do now. Some of the people reached in the social sharing decided to engage with those social shares and now better know who I am and what the show is about. 
And some, I'm sure, decided to listen for the very first time. Or maybe they decided to read that linked article. Maybe even subscribe to the newsletter. So, what's the takeaway from all of that for the serious podcasters? Well, I'll tell you. But before that... This episode is brought to you by Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout helps you launch a successful podcast with powerful tools, in-depth podcasting guides, and remarkable support. Learn why Buzzsprout is trusted by over 100,000 podcasters at buzzsprout.com. Hey, it's Evo. Thanks so much for listening to Podcast Pontifications. Whether you're brand new to the show and to me, or if you've been listening since the very beginning so many years ago. If you like what you're hearing, please share it with another podcaster you know. My mission with Podcast Pontifications is to make podcasting better by inspiring serious podcasters like you. So, if you feel inspired, share the show with another serious podcaster. Send them to podcastpontifications.com. And thanks again. Writing copy for podcast matters. For your podcast, it matters. Copywriting is a skill set that you can develop, or you can hire out for, sure. But you or someone on your team needs to develop the skill. And you, the serious podcaster, need to allow for the time it takes to develop that copy and then share that copy in meaningful ways with your audience. If you want your podcast to be taken seriously, then get serious about the entirety of your podcast production. Writing great copy for your podcast and for your episodes is an integral part of that. And it's never going to be something that's not a part of that. And sure, perhaps AI is going to come along eventually and make that better and easier, but right now we are a long ways away from that. What I've seen in artificial intelligence and machine learning isn't too bad at generating marketing copy, although I would say that the output is actually significantly less than if you hired a talented copywriter. <laughs> but it takes, there's a very uncanny valley that has a long way to gap before it starts writing like a real person. So don't wait for that. Invest in better podcasting. Invest in better copywriting for your podcast today. I shall be back on Monday with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com, where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Alley Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.com media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. 
Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.